Hello and welcome to the Fossil Huntress podcast. I hope you guys are all doing well. Today on the show, I thought we would talk about that lovely fossilized tree resin known as amber. So amber, that lovely clear or milky fossilized tree resin or tree sap, is something that as humans we've been appreciating for its lovely golden amber color going back to the Neolithic, so the time when we just started doing agriculture and domesticating animals. We find amber in those settlements. And amber is usually found um, in rock that's Cretaceous or younger. It's found around the globe. Sometimes we're digging it out of a softer um, matrix in the rock or sometimes we're tunneling for it. And if we're very lucky, it's eroded out and we do find amber washing along the shore. Tree resin or tree sap is essential to a tree. And so this is one of those organic um, uh, origin stories. So if you've ever had uh, pancakes and maple syrup, imagine that maple syrup got poured onto the ground and then covered with sediment and then time and pressure and heat um, could turn legitimately turn that tree sap, that maple syrup, into amber. So trees use uh, sap the way you and I use blood. So r- the roots of the trees take up water and nutrients and minerals. And then these need to be spread around all around the tree. So sap is the viscous kind of um, thick liquid that transports and carries all those yummy minerals and nutrients to the parts of the tree that need it most. And trees produce simple sugars and they live off of these and some of them you've tasted if you've ever tasted the sap of a maple tree. Um, sometimes that resin um, exudes out of a tree more forcefully. So if the tree is injured or if there's a little bark beetle trying to needle underneath and and, um, uh, embed its larvae. So we see the sap on the outside of the tree and that's generally a sign that's a red flag that something's wrong. There are five classes of amber and they're defined on their chemical basis. So what makes them up chemically? And all of them originate as kind of a soft, sticky tree resin. And because of this, amber sometimes contains bits of plant and animal material. So you may have seen someone holding up a piece of amber and see a nice insect trapped inside. Sometimes um, amber occurs in coal seams, so we call this resinite. And then if it comes from a coal seam in New Zealand, we call those specifically ambrite. So you may have seen those insects trapped or those little bits of leaves or um, uh, bark from a tree, and we call these inclusions. But long before amber was amber and had little insects trapped inside, it it was tree sap. And trees use this in a variety of ways. When you see the springtime come and all those new buds are forming, trees are busily using that sap to get those nutrients out to the places they need it most. And there are two separate substances usually lumped together under the label of sap or resin and they're xylem and phloem. So xylem transports the water and minerals and hormones from the bottom of the tree out in a long string formation to the outer branches and buds where we need it most. 
and each year the xylem channels die off and new ones are produced. So when you fell a tree or you cut a tree down, you're, uh, you see those wonderful rings inside and those are old xylem channels, one ring for each year of life. Phloem is a sticky, sugary stuff that we tend to come into contact most by accident and it's these sugars that are created by photosynthesis. So when the sun shines on the tree and the leaves soak up all that energy from the sun, the tree produces phloem. And then it feeds those nutrients back into the trees and leaves um, so that it, it's kind of this lovely cycle of life. So it produces sugar, then it uses the sugar, eats it all up, and sometimes we eat those sugars. So I'm in Canada and we are known for our maple syrup, uh, particularly from the maple trees in Eastern Canada. And a very popular tree, the sugar maple, Acer sacrum, has a very high sugar content. So we take a little funnel, tap, 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 into the bark of the tree and we collect that resin, that sap, and then we cook it down and we, um, we sell it as maple syrup and we put it on pancakes and all sorts of sweet treats. But if that sap or syrup had found its way into the world and then been covered by sediment and time and pressure, then we would see it again as that beautiful amber substance that you see around the world. Amber is usually a lovely golden color. It's not always golden, and sometimes it's cloudy or clear. Sometimes it's a little more yellow, a little more orange, a little more red. But if the inclusions include other substances like pyrites, um, it'll give the amber a slightly bluish color. And bony amber owes its cloudy opacity to little tiny bubbles inside the resin. And sometimes we see things sold as black amber, which isn't really amber at all. It's a kind of jet. So we see various colors and various forms around the globe. So um, Baltic amber is very famous and Dominican amber. Um, but amber is found all across Europe um, and around the world. There's some lovely Korean ambers um, that are quite spectacular. There is a room in Europe, it's Catherine's, um, uh, Catherine's Palace in St. Petersburg, Petersburg, and it's an entire room um, decorated lavishly, all in amber. So um, I did up a little video on amber just to show you some of the, the resins going through the process of coming out of a tree and then being found on a beach and some varieties that you can see in terms of their shine and color. Um, there's some issues with the harvesting of amber and some of the uh, political issues and some of the, the niceties because we're not always nice when something is um, of value and we're harvesting it. So there's some, uh, I won't deal with the political side of amber, but there is one. But for all in all, um, it's a beautiful substance. It comes from a tree, so it's not a stone in the truest sense where it's not like a, a diamond or a, a mineral in that way, but it certainly um, has those properties. There has been some very famous little bits and pieces trapped in that amber um, that we're able to see and we're able to see uh, moments in time that we wouldn't have been able to catch otherwise. 
So I will leave it there on a Sunday morning and hope you guys have a beautiful day. If you have other questions, you're welcome to send them through to me on um, Facebook on the Fossil Huntress page and I'll talk to you very soon. Take care. Bye-bye now. Thank you.